Do you feel like a hill giant holding that microphone, sir? Please answer. I feel a little. I feel a little hill giantish. Warning. This segment was recorded in a living car. As a result, there is going to be road noise, the occasional sound of a turn signal, and the hum of the vibrator Justin was using. Still, it's kind of fun. The segment which follows was recorded in a wide open room with four guys holding the microphones in their hands a bit spastically. So, uh, Justin, myself, and Broken Lizard members... Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan all had microphones in our hands. As a result, there's going to be a lot of weird, like, juggling around sounds and, you know, uh, just little problems here and there. But the bottom line is it's brilliant, and I hope you enjoy it. want to dedicate this song to Frank Pussy. Hey, welcome to the uh, first, uh, the, I think this is the 13th Chud podcast now. Uh, this 12th is gone. Well, no, because I released the last one as the 12th, that second half. Yeah, that was more like 11.5, though, was, honestly. It was like... I feel we kind of ripped off people with that last one, calling it 12. Um, no less... I feel like you ripped them off, actually. How do you think they would have felt if they heard the podcast were recorded with Steve and Carl? <laughs> then they would have felt ripped off. Uh, we did talk a lot during that, but Steve was upset the entire time. What, did you ever figure out why Steve was mad? Because he thought we ganged up on him about the World Trade Center. But we didn't. I mean, I kind of stuck up for him during it, so... Well, Steve's just... Steve's he's just drunk a little bit. He's negative, too. He's a negative man. Yeah, he thought it was too soon to release a movie like that, correct? That was his uh, argument? Yes, he, he felt the same way about Pearl Harbor and, let's, and Troy. <laughs> let's, let's gang up on him now when he's not here. Okay. Keep left. Oh, that's Nick's uh, navigation. Yeah, we're driving to meet with Broken Lizard guys for uh, for this for you, the Chud listeners. For you guys. Just for you. And then... Drive 3.9 miles, then keep left. I wish you get one of those, those navigation systems that only gets you to Hardee's, you know? The great thing is, though, this this uh, this navigator, you know, it has a distinctly female voice, and it also emits the scent of vagina into the car <laughs> to try to complete the whole female picture. Which is worthless in your car because it already smells like a vagina. Well, I mean, that's, that's what happens when you buy this model. And what model would that be? The Chevy Clit. <laughs> and so uh, you're, we're, we're holding a little tiny... Nick's got a new uh, contraption set up for recording because we've had some failure in the past. Hold on, the cops are driving by. I'm going to put my microphone down for a half second. <laughs> okay, back to business. The, the, the cab police. Who can't even keep in the lane. He's like straddling the yellow line, which is... Well, why don't you tell people about the new new thing you got here? You, you, the, out with the old and with the new, right? Yeah. The, if the sound quality is not as good as it may have been in the past, I don't care. Fuck you. But we were using uh, actually a much more uh, logical and elaborate setup uh, for the podcast, and it didn't work because it kept making my, my computer go to hell. And it's my fault because I'm using a laptop, and you shouldn't try to tax a laptop that much, but such is life. So what we've gone to is two digital recorders, with splitters and tiny microphones, which will create cute little wave files that we will blend in post-production and create <laughs> the podcast you've grown accustomed to. The, the Chud Show. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's like uh, I got a, an email from a guy who's like, he's like, I really like how raw your podcasts are. I'd like to replicate that sound. How do you do it? 
And I was like, well, here's how we replicate the raw sound with $5,000 worth of equipment. <laughs> Enjoy. So we got a little fan mail is what you're saying. You, oh. you didn't tell me about that. No, because it wasn't really. It was, a, a, it was an, a technical question, and therefore I didn't consult you. Yeah, I was like, I'd really like uh, to replicate your raw sound. Please put Devin on the show. <laughs> yes. Is Devin going to be on? Well, people will be pleased to know that I, in this, the same time I purchased these gigantic microphones, I also got a device to record off of the telephone. So we are ready to have Devin back on the show. You said we are ready? Or you are ready? <laughs> I'm ready for Devin to be back on the show. Justin will call in with a sick... <laughs> Not sick, but call in with a sick. Well, then we can get uh, Dave Davis yeah, he, on the show, as, as too. Anyone who's really accessible via telephone, we can have on the show. You get, like, Collins from the, our fans? Like Farrell and Owen. Because <laughs> Col Colin Owen, okay... Um, so. But yeah, so you can we can do some, uh, and then you can take it on the road whenever you go to do your little uh, travels. Yes, and meet the famous. <laughs> I I just hope that I just hope that when we interview these broken lizard guys, miles, keep left. How will we interview them? They 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 are invigorated by the the whiff of vagina on us. <laughs> I hope they don't mind the tiny microphones that you're bringing with you. I think it should make them feel larger. Now, you've met these guys before, right? Yes. When uh, Broken Lizard was touring before Super Troopers came out, they did the uh, they had a giant uh, van, or no, a giant, like, Marta bus, or whatever you want to call it, a giant bus, and uh, tour bus, and they came to, uh, they were on the, on the campus of Emory, and we, we had a nice... Left. That was a political request by the... Uh, <laughs> device. Um, God, I wish I could tell her to say whatever she want, whatever I wanted. Please rub me harder. Um, and, and it was really cool. We talked for about an hour and we hung out and, uh, you know, it was, it was like being a part of the ground floor. It was like really... And yeah, you're kind of an early adopter of old Super Troopers, right? Very, yeah, well, before it came out, which is unfair because if the public had, you know, I saw it before them. It's not like I did something special. But, uh, yeah, and then, and then I ended up watching, I ended up watching it three times in a two-day span. I saw... There was a, an early morning screening to, to be prepared for the interview, and I liked it so much I found out about a different screening. Calculating drive point two miles, guess, then make a U-turn. Guess who fucked up? So this is telling us exactly how to get to this uh, this this place where we're meeting them? Yeah, I, I guess I fucked up. It's telling you to take a U-turn, so... But am I supposed to get on the highway? I guess not. I don't know, but I'm about to find out. Anyway, before before this thing stopped, started promoting Oliver Stone films. Um, so I went inside that night, and then 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 we did the Chud screening the night after, which I think I, w I was there, yeah. And I think I don't know. I I know everybody had a good time, but I don't think anybody had any idea what, what they were in store for, as far as as far as the the longevity and and repeat value of Super Troopers. Oh no, no, I remember loving it, but then. You know, it didn't prepare me for the love, you know, that it, it bl blossomed into. Yeah. No, and and you're even a huge uh, Club Dread fan. I am a Club Dread fan. Apparently, possibly the only one on Chud anymore. No, I mean... A lot of people have not... I mean, I know you like it, but I know a lot of people on the boards that do not like it. I'm not sure the Broken Lizard guys like it. Oh, really? I don't know. I guess we can ask them. 
but the thing is, what was interesting about uh, Club Dread, when, when I argue about on the boards, I have this really good argument where I, when people say they don't think it's funny, and then I say that I think that they're wrong. Yeah, that's a pretty compelling argument. Okay, so I gotta. Oh, okay, we got. Is this? Yeah, there you go. We are we are going to the thoroughfare they call 285 in Atlanta now. It's a big circle, and it's a shithole. So you're welcome. We're on the highway. So, uh, Justin, like uh, before, as as kind of a warm up, what what kind of stuff interests you? What 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 what? We're going to be speaking to Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. And what kind of stuff that they had to say interests you? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'll probably just sit there and stare because I'm kind of a fan. So um, I don't know. Awesome about Brian Cox, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> just to ask them about him, like, right. yeah. what, what's he like? What's he? Does he have? A, does he have? Does he have a musk? Is there a Brian Cox scent? Because if there is, I, I'm interested. Um, but that guy's great, and. Uh, he was in Super Troopers. There you go. He was in a few movies. Yeah, but he was in Super Troopers. He's in Deadwood right now, and he's, he's doing great. A show that you won't watch. I will watch it no, you in, won't. in large chunks. <laughs> Speaking of large chunks, we're going to be meeting with Kevin Heffernan <laughs> in a few minutes. All right, so we're going to hop on one uh, ID5, or 85 South. Yeah, a lot of people aren't going to know these roads, though. Listen to the podcast, but they better get familiar. No, are, you, are you going to be featuring this her, her on future podcasts? You know what? I like the idea of a mobile show. I like the idea of us being unable to be pinned down as we record. I think we should do all of all of our podcasts while driving town. Miles, keep left. See? Oh, and she and did you see that little burst of vagina air that came out when she said that? Did I see it? It was like a. It was like a. Now, did they? Did they have other like maybe not as as good like a narr- you know narration these navigational systems they have one that's uh it's Marley Matlin <laughs> Marley Maplin <laughs> nice uh i don't know i don't know they have the mickey rourke as johnny handsome volume <laughs> where did you uh pick this uh sweet little number up the navigation system best buy man did you have to did you pick and choose, or did you just get lucky with this one? Um, they were, they, it was $200 less than the competitor. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. The competitor was an actual cartographer who would sit next to you in the car. <laughs> just points, and he's like, he's like yeah. parties is that away. He's like, please, I'm hungry for Cracker Barrel. Nine miles. You gotta feed the cartographer? Yeah, only at Cracker Barrel. You know, like at Cracker Barrel, you could rent an audio tape and then drop it off at a different yeah. Cracker Barrel? The same thing goes with cartographers. There's, there's one sitting in the restroom at each Cracker Barrel, and you just swap them out. It's a lot easier than, than, than them just going to the bathroom. Now, did that cartographer have the feature where it emitted the scent of a vagina as well? If I'm lucky. I'm not sure though. I, one of the guys, one of the guys did. But uh, and he also, it's, you also have to. Um, they're not. They're not full people. You have to like plug them into a into a, like a little like a car. The seat. cigarette, the cigarette lighter, right? The yeah. Yeah, but yeah, of course. So Justin, did you see any films this weekend as we drive towards Broken Lizards? No, I you know I didn't. I, uh, 
I watched some of the new season of the the third season of The Wire, which another show you won't watch. Um, I've watched about half a season, and I and it's okay. I, I call. Them, I think you're the worst. Um, but that's about it. I mean, I didn't really watch any movies. I picked up. Uh, I bought Brick on DVD. And you've seen it. I did. I really like it actually. Yeah. Um, and you you have it too, right? You, I, ha- you I have it? a copy of it, but I mailed it to one of my reviewers. You should have kept that for yourself. I'll get one. I think I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm, well, I mean, I'm a Lucas Haas completist, so. He's <laughs> very good in that, actually. That scares me. He's, he's freaky looking. So is the, the kid, uh, the main character. He's very good. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, star yeah. of Third Rock from It'll the Sun. It'll make you a believer, yeah. It'll turn me into a Nazi? <laughs> oh, not, not like Ryan Gosling believer. That guy's got a new movie out. I was reading about Half Nelson or whatever. Yeah. Uh, supposed, to be, supposed to be pretty good? Yeah, yeah. How about you? Did you see anything? Nope. You didn't go. To the, you didn't crawl to the theater. No, no. I did watch the. I watched. I caught up on Entourage and I watched uh, Castaway. I like Castaway. I do too. I um, do too. The new season of Entourage. How do you? What do you think? I've it's, seen a couple episodes. It's all right. It's good. It's got some moments. The the last two episodes were kind of weak, but I'll take I'll take. I mean, Entourage is. You don't really watch it for the storylines. Your boy's on it. Ed Burns. I think he's in yeah he had a quick part and I think he's in the next episode like yeah. they, they teased the next one and with Kevin was, Dillon yeah Kevin Dillon and, I, and actually I watched his new movie Edward Burns' new movie The Groomsman oh you watched it yeah which comes out I think uh, two weeks how is it it's okay Leguizamo right Leguizamo um, you got uh, Matthew Lillard you got Jay Moore you got Donald Logue and Edward Burns that's the five buddies I was actually at a thing this weekend where someone was ripping Matthew Lillard because of the Scooby-Doo movies. And Matthew Lillard's great in I stuck, movies. I stuck up for him because I like him in uh, SLC Punk a lot. Well, he was good. In, he was actually good in the Scooby-Doo movies. That's what, yeah, I've, never, I've really never seen those movies, but people say that he's pretty good in them. But, I mean, I like I like him a lot from SLC Punk. I, I like him in The Scream. I thought he was good in Scream, but I haven't really seen him in a... He was good things. in Without a Paddle. I mean, they, actually, I've grown to like him quite a bit. And actually, with, without a paddle, it you know it's not a very good movie, but that was uh, it was fun. Him and Dax Shepard and, and Seth yeah, Green. Yeah, you like Dax Shepard a lot, right? Yeah, very much so. But he's in, Dax Shepard. They they're previewing that new movie with him and Dane Cook, Employee of the Month. Right. Looks terrible. Did you see the trailer? It's got Jessica Simpson, doesn't it? Yeah, but I think she's cute. me. Yeah, but I think she's cute. But I'm just saying that she's cute in a mannequin way. Andrew McCarthy, or yeah, she looks like. Uh, Meshock, Meshock Taylor. Squamacus. Remember? <laughs> Another guy's name who played the gay window dresser? God, I don't, you know. I, I think it's Meshock Taylor. He was in, he, he was like the common thread throughout, right? I mean, he was always in them, but. Uh, actually, like, the common thread was mannequins. <laughs> yeah, but Andrew, wasn't Andrew McCarthy in, in the first one, not really in the second one? And who was the girl? William, the I think one? William Ragsdale was the star of the second one. Nice. Star of uh, Fright Night. Fright Night, but he, but who was the the girl was the girl from Sex and the City in the first well, one? Right? Kim Cattrall, and then was it Christy Swanson? No, it couldn't have been Christy Swanson. I think it might have been. Really? A little gossip about Christy, and, and Christy fell, Swanson. It, it fell down from there. Nell Carter was the third one. A little gossip about Christy Swanson lately. What's that? She's in that show, uh, Dancing with the Stars. Uh huh. Hooked up with her partner. Sexually. Sexually, having a kid. He was married, Nick. Not anymore. That's some dirty dancing. That's Lombada, the forbidden dance they're doing. But, I mean, the guy that hooked up with 
Christy Swanson. I'm not saying she's a bad-looking lady, but she's very pretty. He might have wanted to hook into that maybe like 15 years ago. Now, uh, did you see her Playboy like two years ago? She still looks good. Charlie Sheen's a big fan of Christy Swanson. How so? Did you not? He did that mo- that infamous movie line interview where he fucking destroyed her. I don't. I've never heard of this. It what was uh, they had worked together on the chase. Yeah, I remember that the Adam Rifkin film. And uh, he, I don't remember exactly how he worded it, but he did not portray her to be what the governors call a brain trust. <laughs> so he said she was dumb. Said she was dumber than a sack of. Now did he, did he date her? Did he? I don't know if she got loosely to, use the word date. I guess if she got to taste the machine. But I do know that the, the movie line, uh, movie line is a shit magazine now. Yeah. But that interview is the stuff of lore. I mean, it's a great, great, funny interview. He, he, he rips everybody? Yeah, and this was when he, he was probably seriously coked up, but he was great. Charlie Sheen's a classic. Christy Swanson, the original Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and also Deadly Friend. The Deadly Friend. The Deadly Friend, yeah. She Who Kills with Basketballs. If she's if she's in Deadly Friend, that means that she had, had she has to be around 40, don't you think? Seven miles exit right. I'm going to be taking a right soon. Yes, uh, she's probably, well, she's, well, I mean, we're in our almost mid-30s, so you can't, she was a, a superstar in Deadly Friend when we were still in early high well, school. What's Craven film? Yeah, it was near the beginning of the end for Mr. Craven. And which was near the beginning, so. He's, he's horrible. I really don't think so. He's horrible. I think, he's one of those guys that, I, I like his movies for, for the most part, and I bet if you met the guy, because he was, you know, he's featured on uh, the... Project Runway or uh, Project Greenlight Green three yeah. season three and he was and great. Project Runway <laughs> and he was great. He seemed like a very smart, like uh, kind of business savvy dude. Like re- and you know really knew a lot about films and stuff. I think you'd like him. Okay. If you choose not, if you chose not to hate. Well, I mean, I like him, but he did the people under stairs, so I hate him. I think that film's got some merit. I know you really don't like it. I really hate that movie. I like the guy in it. Edward, Edward McGill's great. Yeah, yeah. But, but the movie's still knuckles. So punching the tips. I, I don't know. I, I just... Uh, what was the main character's name in that? Fool. Fool, that's right. That, that's one of the reasons I really hated that movie. I remember it was like... Because I... Uh, back in the old days, I used to get like a group of people, you know, who trusted my taste in movies. To go see films with you. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so and that was one I was excited about. I did that one time at work. I got real excited about Pitch Black, and I got everybody excited at work, and we all went. It's a good movie. And after the movie, I was all excited, and I looked at the faces of the people that I brought, and they looked like they had been betrayed. I couldn't believe they didn't like it. None of them did. Right, then turn right. If I remember correctly, Pitch Pitch Black and Boiler Room came out roughly the same weekend. Maybe really? within a week of each other. All I know is that we saw those two. Those are the two movies signed back to back. I believe that I took my friends to, and um, and uh, they liked them. Both. They like Vin Diesel then. That was back in the day. I still like Vin Diesel. When D- Vin Diesel was worth something. Yeah. Well, did you ever see that movie? The Find, Find Me, Me Guilty? Guilty. No, I want to. Really? Yeah. I'm a Sidney Lumet lover. I mean, literally, almost got rear-ended by some some, some gentlemen. Sending it to the Met Lover. He's made some great films. I just this one seemed to come out really not do much. I don't know if it should have been a comedy because uh, I think it wasn't. I think it, that they 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 uh, kind of build it as a comedy and 
I don't think it really was. I think we're driving towards our own murder, by the way. That's really bad grammar, isn't it? In point one miles. And, and then she keeps This is where this uh, brewery is supposed to be? Oh, I... Left. No, well, first we were making a stop at the morgue. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Drive point three miles to destination. <laughs> left. Oh, okay. I, so far, that's a movie studio right there. I see scariness. I see something with boilers. This is a brewery. Maybe somebody kind of rejiggered your navigation machine. That's a good parking job by that truck, though. Leading Arriving us to a cliff. Destination on left. Ha! Oh, you're Suck right. My dick, bitch. <laughs> we are at the Sweetwater Brewery, which is fucked. Am I in the wrong hole? I don't know, man. This looks like the loading entrance. A bunch of Sweetwater vans that are all like kind of Grateful Dead colored. This is the Mellow Mushroom Brewery. Yeah. For those of you who are not based in the South, Mellow Mushrooms in Atlanta pizza chain that used to pride itself on being higher than fuck. It was like a total it's a total drug hole. It was like a, it was a pizza joint run and operated by people who were fucking hammered. And and now it's kind of like a family place. Kind of, but they, they closed one of them. I think they might be closing others. I think you need to go back to the original parking space there. Parking lot. I think, I think we're fucked. What is this shit? Well... I guess this is the right shithole. No? Better. This doesn't look like the kind of place that the Broken Lizard guys would be found at. Hmm. This might be the quickest interview ever. I might interview some loading dock workers instead. <laughs> but there's the pineapple house, so that's good. Well, if, did you maybe... Is there some... We get the wrong thing going here? I don't know. I'm going to pause this recording and check my shit. Meaty voice, meaty voice. Meaty voice. I think it's, it's splendid. Alright, so. Uh, just this is a funny way to hang out. Yeah. Everyone having a microphone? I'd like to start out by asking you guys a question. Okay. Um, so, have you guys seen the movie Chud? Oh, hell yeah. Is that every year you do a party and show Chud on the, like, the big screen Actually, TV? Actually, I try and I can't get people to come. <laughs> really? But the commentary on that DVD is amazing. Is it? Yeah, it's hilarious. Who does the commentary? It's the director and the producer. Who's the director, if I may ask you? Douglas know? Cheek. Okay. What about John Hurd? Is John Hurd on? No, uh, John Hurd was, you know, John Hurd's gone on to bigger and better things. Okay. So is Daniel Stern. He got bigger. Wait, Daniel Stern was in that Daniel team? Daniel Stern, John yeah. Goodman, and Jay, Jay, what's that comedian, Jay Thomas? Oh, yeah, Jay yeah. Thomas. That was like their, their, their big first gig. Let's test Kevin. Let's Daniel do. Stern, did he, did he pass away in that movie? Oh, yeah. Did yeah. he pass away? Yeah. He played, uh, he played, no, Bosch with, uh, Christopher Curry. Was was the star, and he he's since, I think he had a cameo in Six Feet Under once. After that was that's his post Chud career. Chud's a pretty fun movie though. Do you think Kevin knows what Chud stands for? He better. Um, cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's right, right, that's right. right. Yeah. But of course, in the film, it's revealed that it actually means contaminated, hazardous urban disposal. 
which really throws people right. for a loop. Right. The movie wouldn't have been as successful, probably. No. Yeah. No. Thankfully, the website, uh, the website uh, is not that acronym. Although the guy that produced Chud used to write a column on my website. Right. So that tells, like, somewhere we, sh- we crossed, like, ships in the night. Right. And we went to the stratosphere. That's right. And they just stayed here. Now, now they're remaking the and it's going to be a big thing. So. Okay. They're Who's doing it? I mean, it's going to be Todd Phillips for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, but but now I heard it's going to be more like sci-fi original type You get a cut of that? Or? I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> Are you going to get first interview rights, though, or anything? I doubt yeah. that, too. I doubt that, too. I wouldn't sell them the domain name, so I think there's a little bit of animosity now, so... Okay. We'll see how it works out. You can rig them. Domain name. It's my life. It's, 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 it's your same. domain yeah. name. I do have Pink Pussy Lips <laughs> as an alternative, though, so we'll see if that works out. Um, PinkPussyLips.com? It's dot, dot .biz. It's not catchy. Dot <laughs> biz? Dot biz. That works. Or dot .gov, which dot surprisingly UK. was available. How about dot .com? <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Don't, don't tempt them. They're going to do that. You know they're going to do it's that. They're going to. I'm surprised no one's thought of that. I'm going pe- to get that one going. You didn't think I would get that chud. Thing, I didn't did think you, you were going to get that. You son of a... I didn't right. think you know what? I'll tell you a little a chud story. I forget where I saw it in the theater. And uh, there was a trailer. What? You were the one. No, no, no. This, this theater was packed. Okay. This theater was packed. New York City. Uh, but there was a trailer for a movie called Cannibals in the Street. Ooh. Did you hear about this movie? No. It never came out. I never saw it. And I was looking forward to it because, and the reason I tell the story is because, um, and I had seen boobs in the movie before. This is like, you know, early 80s. I'd seen boobs, but this is the first time. I can't, I can't hear you. There was a, uh, a, a shot in the trailer. Yeah. Of the cop, like examining a woman, like a like a hot woman, and she's in her panties in the trailer, and like her pubes were sticking out of the panties in the trailer. <laughs> right, it's the eighties. What do you want? And I was <laughs> into it. I was like, I'm yeah. definitely seeing cannibals in the street. Right, and it uh, never came out. Well, they renamed it Ordinary People. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's classic. That's, that's yeah. great. That's great. Now I gotta go look for that. Yeah, cannibals in the street. You see trailers for great movies that never come out. There's one called Neon Maniacs in the eighties, and it was just like. It was like a Chud tie movie, and uh, never released. And then I, I think you could get it on a bootleg out of like Afghanistan or something now. But yeah, I, that sucks. It's such a cock tease because you see, I mean, the only reason I mean, you went and saw Chud, which was a reward in of itself, but you saw Cannibals in the Streets trailer and the pubes. And pubes. How often do you see that in trailers? Anyway, they used to show those. those tra- they, we were talking. Uh, they. Sh- they always show those, like, you you, know, you run mo- like horror movies in, in the 90s or whatever, they'd always show trailers before, and the movies would never come out. Right. Or, or they would, but Food of the Gods 2. Remember Food we were talking about that? Food of the Gods 2. Killer Rats. Big, you guys... They had a huge, uh, like, huge baby at then. Like, that was the big scare. Okay. It was this huge, like gigantic baby. The, it was a baby that was... Well, it was that, that movie has, like, a lot of, like, huge animals. That's kind of the... But right. the, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, baby. big baby. That was the big... Uh, human baby. <laughs> human baby, yeah. I didn't see. When did Food of the Gods one come out? <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I saw that. It was a killer, rat, a huge, gigantic rabbits, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, rats. No, Night of Lepus is the rabbit. Night of Lepus is the rabbit. So beer fest. <laughs> Bringing it back to beer fest. Have you ever seen Cannibal Holocaust? Actually? I have seen that. Cannibal, it goes under like three names: Cannibal, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Ferox, and Make Them Die Slowly. I think is this the one with the with the, uh, with the uh, they try to make it look like a snuff film, right? Um, yeah, but yeah, it was the uh, the predecessor. It was what uh, um, Blair Witch was based on. The right, Italian that film. kind of concept. Oh, oh, I watched that with you. Yeah, me, you, and Soder yeah, watched that. Crazy movie. Nightmare. Was, uh, that was inspired Club Dread. Yeah, I like movies like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make me nervous. 
Yeah. Were there were there any um, pubes? Pubes, yeah. <laughs> there were. Um, wow. Yeah, well, you weren't really sure what man gets was real or not. Is that, that's not the bathtub scene, is it? That's that's I spit on your grave. I think. Yeah, that's I spit on your grave. Penis severed. Yeah, it's too trash. Bad. The 80s had a nice Ow. penis severed. Guy gets his dick cut off and then they play catch with it. To homeless people in the in the. Yeah. And we have a penis severing joke in Club Red actually to bring it back to. <laughs> it it bring it back. I don't remember a penis severing joke. It's the um, the mangina the campfire story about uh, yeah, Kyle. and then he does the, they do the tick the tuck yeah and that was the tick tick that didn't really uh, that wasn't uh, that wasn't fair nudity though like I thought you guys were supposed to be equal opportunity nudists True. and then whoever was it Jay in that it was way? Jay and Paul it was mangina they showed their muffs yeah I know I mean, but, that's, you, know, but I, I, you still hold the the crown I oh. do and it, it, bastards it, it not yeah not only the crown but the entire shaft. <laughs> <laughs> and you, when you were when Devin was on the set, you told him the uh, bear of the day story. Yeah. Yes. There's, I was the bear of the day. There's that story. But now there's some nudity in this. Jay's nude. Jay's nude in this. In uh, in beer fest. Although I was expecting, you know, this is the this is there's a lot of stuff in the trailer that's not in the film, and I was expecting to see some of that uh, the Swedish girls. There's a delete. You know, unfortunately, at the last minute, we had to delete their scenes. There is. I, I actually have a love scene with. The Swedish girl with uh, which will be on the DVD, which will be on the it'll certainly be on the deleted scenes. Narratively, we had to cut it, yeah. It uh, it was just a little good to cut nudity. This point, well, you make up for it in the the first act, though. There's a a nice little sequence, yes. We put that in, we put it in afterwards, and then there's a scene in the second act, uh, the uh, beer goggles scene. Um, Yeah, it's too bad because Simona did a great job in the as the Swedish. Team leader, and she's great. It's in not that like thing. it's not like DVDs. Uh, you know, there was a time when video was kind of like almost like the uh, redheaded stepchild to some yeah. people. But now, I mean, that's like that's, the, that's where we would send scenes to die. Yeah. But now the world is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they actually say that the, the theatrical release is just another advertisement for the DVD release. Yeah. It's crazy, awesome. but it's great because comedy in particular, I mean, like Super Troopers, is. I mean, it did it did well in theaters, and it just. Blue people yes, phenomenal on, on DVD, DVD. And, and and I think that, I'm sure Club Dread. I mean, like found its found its audience there too. Should have yeah. yeah. slowly. It's slowly picking up. Big, big yeah. Club Dread apologist right here. Yeah, I love it. Um, and you guys released it for the DVD. You actually released an extended version of that DVD. What do yeah. you guys like better? You like the theatrical or the extended? I don't know. I mean, I, we the big thing about the extended was was this, there's this like 20 minute chunk we cut out of the middle of the movie that was killing us. Pacing wise, when we're doing our test screenings, I love that chunk of stuff. Yeah. But we, so I like to see it back in. But it does make the movie very long. And if you're, how do you feel about the ninety-minute rule, though? I think I think it's crap too. Crap too. Yeah. And everyone rips it on you. It's a rip-off when you guys. When a movie's ninety minutes long, it's over as soon as it starts. You know, we like one oh five. This is our longest. This is our longest. What, what's our running time now? It's uh, like with credits or without credits. Well, there's stuff in the credits, so with credits. Uh, it's about uh, uh, one fifty, hour fifty. Wow. One fifty between one, uh, hour forty-five. It's about hour forty-eight minutes. Probably. You know what though? If you look at the films that inspired you, if like uh, the films that we all grew up with, I bet you dollars to donuts, a lot of our favorite comedies are longer than the fucking hour. We did that. We, How long is Trading Places? It's got to be at almost two hours. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, time the classic comedies. We did. We time the classic comedies. We got a list. Blues Brothers is hundred and thirty-three yeah, minutes. Two, two twelve. Two thirteen. 
Accused is, I, I think, 95. That's my favorite. Yeah. Tea with Mussolini. How long is that? <laughs> Tea with Mussolini. Oh, that's, that's a sheriff that's film, right? I, thought. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Is that what, pieces of Pieces of Anne's Price. Right now. I mean, do you guys watch a lot? I mean, is that what you do before you start writing like a new movie? Is you go back and watch those kind of movies? Or like... To, get, to see how long they are. Yeah, just time them. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, is that one thing you do? Uh... No, I mean, I, we've seen a lot of movies, too, so it's like you just know in your head, I guess. I mean, we specifically, you know... But yeah, there are certain things we watch, right? Before yeah. we do it. Well, you know, so with Club Dread, they beat us down about this running time thing. And then with this thing, and Warner Brothers has been 100% supportive. We love our, our thing with Warner Brothers. Running time was one issue they sometimes brought up, so we got a list of the of best movies. I think, was it just R-rated, or did we go PG also? It's PG-10. But all the comedies, you know, Stripes, Caddyshack, Meatballs, Blues Brothers, like Animal House, just to see. And a lot of them are yeah, over 100 minutes. Out, like, even last year, Wedding Crashers was 119 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Four-year-old version was 109 minutes. Yeah. So they're all Those films did okay. They did all right. They did all right. If people are laughing, it's, it's okay. You know? Screw it. Let's do like a three-hour... That was the ballsy thing about Landis doing Blues well, Brothers. The, the Python movie. Two and a half hours. How long was Life of Brian? That thing had to be long as hell. I don't know. It certainly felt like it. Holy Grail is not long. No, that's, that's like edited to an yeah. of slide. Yeah. The thing I noticed about Beer Fest, though, and he hasn't had a chance to see it yet, so. <laughs> Are you going to go tonight? Uh, maybe tomorrow, actually. We're doing, we're doing a tomorrow. sponsor screening. Try to screening like early next week, and I. Do you have a print, or are you gonna watch oh, that crappy DVD? No, we saw the DVD for mine. No, we're doing a real print. Good, good, good. Because that DVD was not the final product. Either. No, uh, was a real. Yeah, yeah. Some tonight, if you want to come tonight, you have a huge audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun to see with an audience. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna. What we're gonna do is we're gonna. There's a bar right underneath the theater where the screening is. So either we're gonna meet before the movie, go to the bar, or meet after the movie and go to the bar. To kind of, you know. For your the next thing next week. The ne- next week thing. I I I, I, honestly, if I'd known more about this screening tonight, I would have done something. But we weren't blown up the place. Oh, yeah. But uh, the thing I noticed about Beer Fest, and he hasn't seen it, so he's, he's, he sucks, yeah. is that there's a shitload more jokes, like per, per capita. There's a lot more jokes in yeah. this one. And I don't know. Then Club Dread. Then Club And, and I mean, then Super Troopers, uh, too, to yeah. me. I mean, it just, it, it was it's like, maybe it was, I mean, so many of them hit, and it, and it was, and there were some different kinds of jokes I wasn't used to getting from you guys. It yeah. just felt like. A, like a step in, a, in, in like I don't know if it's it's in a in a broader direction because it was still a lot of stuff that I have a feeling people will be loving over repeat viewings, but it just felt like a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, like a, just more. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys intentionally to pack really it. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's. Well, I think it's product of the uh, of having a bigger budget. Uh, you know, Super Troopers. It's all scripted. We improvise a lot in the rehearsals, and so a lot of those jokes, those are the scripted jokes. In in, uh, in this one. When Club Dread, obviously, a lot of time is spent dealing with the plot. That was a problem. Club Dread, I think you f- spent a lot of time servicing the who done it. Yeah, and then you ended up not putting as many jokes. Because I love the jokes in Club Dread. Just, yeah, in, there were not as many for a reason. In this thing, we had the scripted jokes, and some others. Like my favorite scene in the movie is where we, we brew beer and taste it for the first time. That's all improvised, and a lot of the other scenes that are scripted. There's we were improvising because we had time and we had the money to burn some film, and so on top of everything we had written. Guys are just everybody's adding little extra flourishes, yeah. Which was not it is nice for us as a comedy. And, and, and the great thing is, I, I, like the thing Club Dread and Super Troopers, and I haven't seen Puddle Cruiser enough to really get that from it yet. But it's not the first viewing; it's like the sixth, the seventh, the eighth viewing that really, really hits it. When we, we, when, when you guys came for the the tour, 
I saw the movie like the day before, and so I was it was fresh on me when I spoke with you guys. Super Troopers. Super Troopers. And then I saw it the next night, and then I saw it again with the, with our screening, and and that's when it really kind of clicked. And, and I mean, if you look, the people that memorize that movie. It's all that way. I mean, I don't know what it is about the way you guys craft jokes or tell a story, but I don't know. It's it's the first time. You, it's almost unfair. It's like you really have to see it five or six, seven, eight times to really fall madly in love with it. And beer, beer fest seems like it might be quicker to that because there's just so many great jokes. Can be, yeah. We actually there are times because we love movies ourselves. In fact, writing this thing, there were times where we were like, we were actually trying to craft some jokes for the second time viewing. There was one we had like overtly. We were like. People won't get this. There's, you know, a secret about something about game game. I don't want to give anything away, but we were gonna do set something up in an October fest scene that people would be, you know, sort of benign in your first watching, but maybe on your second or third, you'd be like, oh my god, that's what they're talking about this this whole time. I, you know, it, it's not in the movie. But uh, DVD? No, we're no, we never oh, shot. We never shot. We just, you know, we like we like watching movies, and, so, and we do counter to what some of the critics say about how our stuff is mindless and uh, ill-conceived, we actually do like 25 or 30 drafts of every script. Try to layer as much stuff in there as possible. Yeah. In Club Dread, I, I think there are jokes that people don't get, that or that critics didn't get, you know. Um, like the Machete Phil thing. It, Machete Coletti, yeah. it's just oh, sitting there and nobody gets it. That's a great show. Um, you know, my, the favorite joke I've ever gotten to say was uh, something... Uh, it was when I confessed to having sex with the goats, having sex with the goat, and I say we were just a couple of stupid yeah, kids. No. <laughs> Nobody has gotten that joke still. There's a joke in this movie that I know I have to sit next to him when he sees it, because it's one of those jokes, like five people, the, the right five people that get it is, is all that matters, you know? Yes, Plum? Oh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, like, seriously, I mean, like, a, a lot of people are like, huh? And, and I was like, holy shit, I wish Justin was here, you know. Although, your best joke was when you had the, when you put the oxygen tanks on in open water. <laughs> no. That's some funny stuff right there. A lot of funny stuff in open water. A lot of funny stuff in open water. So, uh, have you, has, I know you guys, you guys have like your, your, other than the Broken Lizard guys, you have a few people that you work with a lot. I was just wondering, how did you find time to get Nat Faxon when he's doing every commercial in the world? <laughs> I know, exactly. I love it. Like, whenever you're out somewhere at a bar and there's like a sports game or something, there's every commercial Nat Faxon's in. There's Faxon. Hey, there's Faxon. There's Faxon. He there's even Faxon. did like a, a beefcake one. Do you remember like a year ago? The car wash one. Yeah, a guy and a girl. It's a shaving commercial and they're like, on their knees in a convertible going through a car wash and just making out. No. <laughs> like it, it was on during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's Matt Faxon. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and the song is playing, the guitar <laughs> twang. Oh, he must get a lot of shit on set. He does. I mean, he did like that all commercial. He did that cereal commercial where he, you know, mimes eating cereal. Right. He did that cigarette commercial where the cigarette machine is chases him. Chasing yeah. him for cigarettes. Yeah. He's actually in a, he's in a show this fall called Happy Hour. He's the lead in a... TV show. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember what network it's on, but he's great. That guy's a great uh, the, actor. The whole German team is just a blast to watch. Yeah, those guys are awesome. But Faxon has a, like a grandmother who's German, so like it was particularly like he just took her accent. And then Forte, Will Forte from Silent Life, he is he is fantastic. Used the trailer, the greatest beer. Yeah, in the all greatest beer in all the world. Like when it hits in the movie, it's just. A he's story. got a, and in that scene, he's got a million like those. I mean, he's he's like the sadistic. You know, each of those guys is a stereotype of like. Well, a German stereotype, and he's the one who, you know, at night he puts on like the the, the gramophone and the biker hat and the garter belts and the high heels, and you know, 
but facts and uh, facts and also I don't know if you if you picked up on it before coming in to shoot the movie he watched a bunch of Schwarzenegger movies in oh, particular yeah. Predator. Oh, yeah. And, and there's, there's that Stallone one too, I think, in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a Stallone. Yeah, Stallhansky. Stallhansky, Stallone. Give you a warning, you won't believe. I, did, I, yeah. I, I, I assume you. I don't know if that was just you guys kind of entertaining yourselves or what, but I mean, I was like, oh my god, that it's so, it's so on, it's so, it's so perfect. It's like no one no, has no, caught that totally one. Yet. Like we scripted it in, and then um, Eric was doing it, but he wasn't doing the balloon, <laughs> you know. And we're like, we went up to him, and was like, Stallhansky, do it, do it, and and we didn't tell Jay. And then uh, when we got in the editing room, there's one take where he, he does that Stallone thing. We oh, used so it's funny because in any screen you'll hear the five of us laughing and nobody else because nobody, nobody gets it. <laughs> one day, though, somebody, somebody can pick up on that one. Give you a word, won't believe no, it's, 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 it's something that they will get on DVD, you know. And typically, a lot of the times people miss jokes because they're fucking laughing at the previous joke anyway, so that, you know, you miss it. I'll tell you what, and, and cover your ears, Justin. That's right. Okay. The eye of the Jew thing destroyed us. I mean, destroyed us because it was never telegraphed. There's, no, you know, there, it just comes out of out of nowhere. And, and I, I mean, is this one of those things where you know the other people? I felt bad for the other people in the theater because you know they're Atlanta critics. They don't, they don't, you know, they, they have, they're doing their job. You know, this isn't a way of life for them. And, and holy shit! I mean, there's always there's always like a handful of them that the first time just destroy you, but. That was that one kicked my ass so bad. I yeah, we such like an that idiot one. Afterwards, um, do you guys have? I know that there's the um, the sperm bank in the new cut. I'll just say this: in the new cut, it sparkles. Oh, really? They, they put a special. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, that was on the DVD. Yeah. Oh, it was like a little like a little star David in your eye. Oh, no, 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 but it's, it's now oh, sparkles. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. To, I actually haven't seen the final print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see. It's I might a, sit. It's a, they put a little special effect on it. He yeah. might sit through it. <laughs> that's, that's what that's what the critics will say. Beer fest. I might sit through it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> or I might not. Yeah. That that'll be, that would be a good thing for like in the newspaper ad like beer fest. I sat through it. Leonard Malton. <laughs> what about uh, what, what's the story with Greek with Greek Road? Um, hopefully we're going to do it. I mean, the, the problem has always been because it's it's set in ancient Greece. Yeah, we we've been having a budget problem trying to get you know it to a budget that we can somebody else is going to do. Evolved yet? Yeah. Yeah. Have not. It's still we can just shoot there on location. <laughs> we, are you uh, thinking about Super Trooper sequel still or no? We are. I mean, that's we definitely want to do it. I think we want to do the Greek I'd road like the first. Greek road first. We have a top secret project uh, top secret? that we would like to do. Yeah, so you can tell yeah. us about yeah. it. It's about Val Kilmer. Eddie's a musician. Yeah. No, 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 it's it's more secret. Uh, we, more top. I mean, we're producing a movie that Kevin and just uh, Warner Brothers bought a project called Baby Maker That's for Kevin Sperm Starr. Bank Heist movie? Sperm Bank Heist, yeah. It's yeah. a great script. It's yeah, a great it's script. It's really funny. You know, we read a lot, like we've got a deal now at Warner Brothers. We read, we read, you know, two scripts a week. And, uh, <laughs> no, we, we read tons of scripts a week. This was the one that came in. Which was, you know, from page one, it was just great. You know, like the man-woman dialogue on, you know, and the first five pages was just like right. hilarious male theme. I don't want to overhype it, but it was yeah, we really like the script. Don't pull it up too hard. It's the best movie you'll ever see. It's the greatest movie of all time. Uh, but yeah, so Super Troopers '76 is the one we've been talking about. We play our fathers. Oh, oh wow. Um, we haven't. We've written. We've got like three or four bits written for that. Yeah. But right now, it's still. But I think, but we'll see how Beerfest does. I mean, if Beerfest does well, we can hopefully get. Warner Brothers put up the money for Greek Road and do it this fall or you know winter or something. Yeah, that's the hope. 
That uh, is the hope. All I can ask is that you keep up with the communication on your on your website and the blog and on my spacing or whatever. My site, yeah. It's, uh, We're so bad about that. We're not good at that. Get get better better at that. Yeah, I mean, because... You know, there's a few websites like ours, and Ain't Cool. I know Ain't Cool is an early supporter and all that. That 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 have a, a very, a very uh, almost uh, sadistic love for you guys, and we want to make sure that we uh, we get the information's available. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Is that we we're so particular about what you know, just like we we get a little squeamish when like the studio people are sort of in charge of the marketing or putting out that. When the content begins to be created by other people and not us, we, we get a little uncomfortable. Um, so it's with the website. We don't want anybody else writing on the website, but none of us right now have the time to do it. And that's the, that's the one problem, is that... So sad. It is. <laughs> you can't see it right now, but Kevin's crying. <laughs>